0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brave X and Power, and
1: and welcome to Brave and Beyond. I'm your host, Michaela Pellerin, and today I am joined with Bridget Burns, Miss Massachusetts Collegiate 2022.
0: Doing a very special joint episode together. We are the hosts of two separate podcasts and we are from the same organization, the Miss High School America organization. I'm a high school title holder and she is a collegiate title holder. We decided to join forces today and do a collab.
1: Yay! I'm so excited. So to introduce myself to your audience, my name is Bridget Burns. I am 19 years old. I am wrapping up my freshman year at the Boston Conservatory at Berkeley College of Music, and I am currently studying musical theater. I am so passionate about Brave. I have my own organization called Embrace All Differences that's about anti-bullying, and I'm so excited to talk with Michaela today.
0: That's so incredible. So for those of you who don't know, I'm Michaela Pellerin. I am a junior in high school, 17 years old. I am the current Miss Maine High School America 2022. I am the host of the internationally streaming podcast, Brave X and Power, where we discuss gender inequality and bullying in STEM. Aside from that, you could find me dancing, playing volleyball, doing art. I also play the piano, and I'm very involved in medicine, as that's my career aspiration.
1: That is incredible. Well, the first thing I really wanted to talk about is that you and I come from not only very different stages in our lives, high school and college, we also come from very different worlds. You come from the STEM world and I come from the performing arts world. And those yeah. being two very different things are both industries and places that can definitely have bullying and, and gender inequality. So I'd love to hear your perspective on how you can be brave in the STEM environment, which in some ways has the same kind of negative aspects that the performing arts environment may have.
0: Absolutely. And so one of the reasons why I chose to do STEM over STEAM, um, which would include art, was because of my personal experiences. And I did a lot of research before deciding which term to use. And I ultimately chose the one that best fit me and what I had personally experienced bullying in and what I had friends who had experienced Mm. bullying in. And that was mainly in like science and mathematics types of classes. I've been involved in clubs, extracurriculars. I've been involved in science fairs since elementary school. And so this has been like a long-term goal of mine. And I've had a lot of different amazing experiences so far regarding that. And so through that all, I faced a lot of situations where I was targeted because I was a woman. People thought I wasn't smart. I had to dress girly. And so people would make assumptions about that. And by people, I mean more than just male classmates. I also mean my friends, my female classmates, my teachers, my parents and family and all sorts of other people that are in your life. Those stereotypes are thrown around a lot. And so that's why it was so important to me to advocate for, you know, that STEM kind of more closed in thing, just because it was something that I've personally gone through. I could relate to it and talk a lot about it. Yeah,
1: that's really cool. I... Love what you just said. Femininity comes in all shapes and sizes, and we're multifaceted people. And I think a lot of the time, especially as pageant title holders, we get that stigma put onto us of you're just girls in dresses who don't have a brain, which of course is very far from the truth. But just because we do, I guess, traditionally feminine activities does not mean that we can't be strong and be smart and be interested in STEM and and other fields that we might not feel welcome in. So that's absolutely. Really
0: so, what has been your experience being from a
1: completely opposite world? Honestly, yeah. What has that been like, sure. So, I think the thing about the performing arts environment and industry and culture is that it is a competition most of the time. And something that I've really had to focus on is the only person that I'm competing with is myself. I have about 75 to 80 people in my freshman musical theater class and everybody is so incredibly talented. I mean, they made it to the school and they worked really hard to be here, but it can be really hard to not get in your own head, especially when we're constantly in situations where we're being put up for the same part, but they're also your friends outside of school. And it can be a tricky situation. And I always try to remember to be brave and to lead by the brave example, because negativity can come out. And when you're in that environment, bullying in many forms can happen even at the collegiate level. So I think we come from two different experiences, but you know, competition is a thing everywhere. And I think having that brave mindset and leading by example can, can really make a great impact in both of our situations.
0: Absolutely. And something that happened to me very recently, I was at a photo shoot because I do a lot of modeling and the photographer was asking me some questions. I was like, you can ask any questions you want about pageants. I know people have a lot of them. And one of the ones she instantly threw at me was are the girls, they actually really mean and competitive? And I literally just started laughing because I was like, oh my gosh, no, absolutely not. Not in my experience, at least. Everyone has been so incredibly supportive. And the way our pageant system is designed, the Miss High School America Organization, our entire week leading up to nationals is about team bonding. We have an excursion day where we can go zip lining and hiking and gem lining and go to restaurants and we have opening number, all these things that we do together, some parties and parades that are really focused on team bonding with everyone. And it's so cool because we have people from all different states and other areas like Canada, Puerto Rico, Guam, all those sorts of places. And so having everyone in the same place doing all of those fun activities before we have prelims and finals is absolutely great. And I know they did that intentionally so we could build those bonds and that sisterhood. And I absolutely love that about pageants.
1: Me too. I think that one of the places where I learned about being brave before I even knew what brave meant, but just the overall message of of respecting everyone and showing love and kindness to everyone is through pageants. I started competing when I was really young and I learned from a young age that you always have to uplift the people around you, whether you're competing against them, whether that who gets a better score than the other, or who places higher than the other. Everybody has the same goal at the end of the day and supporting each other and uplifting other women is a moral that has been instilled in me because of pageantry. And I'm really glad that now I'm in a field where it's similar, where it is competitive, but because I have that foundation, that pageant, uh, the foundation of of skills and tools and, and ethics that pageants have taught me that I think I'm able to experience you know college in these situations with, with always kindness in my heart. And that's what I always try to do. So I'm so grateful for pageantry because I think it's given me, of course, skills and opportunities, but it's also just helping become the person that I am today.
0: It really provides so many great opportunities for growth, whether that be through fitness, living a healthier lifestyle, maintaining good grades, and getting involved in the community through community service has been something that our, our organization really does value. And I love that about our organization, that we're about giving back and so much more versus other organizations aren't quite as much about that as ours is. And so that's one of the reasons why I chose to compete in this organization, because this nationals will actually be my second pageant ever. And so I'm pretty new to this world.
1: Wow, congratulations. Thank you. That's really exciting that Miss High School America (laughs) is like one of your first couple of patents you've ever done. That's incredible. Um, But yeah, I love that volunteer work is the heart of this organization because it's a way of being brave and it's a way of seeking out opportunities to better the community around you, which in turn betters yourself. I'm wondering from your perspective so far as Miss High School America What has been your favorite part about being a Brave Ambassador or being a leader in community service in your state?
0: My favorite part of what I've done with Brave so far, like the coolest thing I've seen is honestly the growth that this podcast has made. You know, within two weeks, we were on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and that was absolutely, I don't know, shocking for me because I never thought it would happen, let alone that quickly let alone to someone who's 17 years old. And so that was just absolutely incredible to even have it. Um, I had to go through an application process where, you know, it had to get um, previewed and like published. Um, But when it did, it was so exciting. And I just remember like screaming into my pillow because I was so excited. And, you know, it's cool because I've been listening to Spotify my whole life. I've just grown up with that. And then just being able to see my podcast cover on there and my name was really cool but as I was saying like just with that impact being streamed on those national or international rather platforms has given me such a huge audience and I've had listeners reach out to me from Europe Australia all parts of North America and you know it's just going into all of the continents I can see um, on my grid I have a management feed that helps me with my podcast And I have little dots across the entire world. And so I can see where listeners are. And although most of them are from the United States, there are some almost on every continent now, which is really exciting to see after, you know, only being published since like the end of January of 2022. So that's been really rewarding just to see that impact.
1: Wow, that is so cool. I love the power of podcasting as of course we both have our own podcast so I'm sure we can agree on that but I think sometimes we underestimate how powerful we can be is if we just believe in ourselves and, and chase yeah. that dream and, and do what we want because the fact that you were able to come up with this podcast and do it yourself and have the success that you're having is so cool and I'm I'm sure that it inspires so many other teenagers in your community and of course to your audience around the world. So that is so cool. I'm trying to rack my brain of what my favorite part would be if I were to be asked this question as well. But I think as someone who has done a lot of community service with this title, my favorite part is I think the people that I've met. And I'm sure you can agree. I see on your social media, you are all over the place and meeting all kinds of people doing really great work. But when you sit down and you have conversations with people and you meet people that you wouldn't usually get the opportunity to meet if you weren't in this position, you learn so much about the world around you. And I am thinking of, you know, all the people that I've met through Best Buddies and through volunteering at Soup Kitchens and hearing so many stories has made me much better person and has also made me more passionate about Brave. Because when you meet more people and hear more stories, you realize how necessary the message of Brave is and how important our work is. It's just, it's mind-blowing to think about.
0: That's so true. And that kind of leads me to wondering, like, why did you start your podcast in the first place? I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Sure. I love podcasts. I've listened to podcasts for a really long time about all kinds of different topics. And I think it's a great way to have really candid, open, honest conversations that sometimes you don't really see on other social media platforms like YouTube and Instagram, where things can be curated in a certain way. But when you sit down with someone and, and just have a microphone and a laptop in front of you and ask each other questions and get to know each other, you're able to have a more open dialogue than if I were to maybe have done a online brave campaign through a different social media platform. And I've learned about all kinds of different people and what brave means to them, which I love. But to me, I think it's just about having open, honest conversations, because the first step for me to creating a world where bullying is eradicated is through opening up a dialogue, and I think podcasts is a great avenue to be able to do that.
0: It absolutely is, and it helps you build those connections with people you might not have otherwise even met, and so that's something that I found really cool. I recently recorded an episode with Ashley Pates, who's Miss Collegiate America 2021, and she lives in California, and, you know, if I hadn't been immersed in the pageant world, if I haven't started this podcast and ultimately if Zoom hadn't been created and, you know, Instagram where I was able to message her, then that connection might have never happened. And if you think about it, just a handful of years ago, you know, technology wasn't this advanced and we weren't necessarily able to do what we're doing today. And so. I'm just so grateful to be in this age where technology is so amazing and where it's able to bring people together to do good things.
1: Absolutely. I always look at Instagram and at the Miss High School America organization pages and look at the amount of people that we are reaching. I wonder what the number would be if you did all the math and took all the followers from all the title holders and the organization page and the national title holders. I I imagine the number would be huge. And to think that every single one of those accounts online are promoting kindness and the message of brave and anti-bullying is just so incredible because I think on an online space, you're able to reach such a larger audience. And then also to know that all these girls are doing work in person as well and brave presentations and, and things like that. So I'm, I'm also very grateful that we have these, mul- these multiple kinds of avenues to, to share our messages and, and talk about Brave because it's, it's just so important.
0: Yeah, and the other really cool thing is that we're gaining followers like every day. Like I never realized how fast my account would grow. I started the Miss Maine High School America, like official account, I guess, on Instagram. I started it um, like the last day of December, which is like kind of when I got my title. Mm-hmm. And since then, I have almost 800 followers now. We're getting close to a thousand. And that's really just a handful of months. Like that's I've only had this account running for a few months and to have that many followers and just seeing that growth i can i track my insights to you know see how well i'm doing with my content and you know there's thousands of views on like multiple you know everything i'm putting out there is getting the views it's getting that impact and it's growing every day every day like five followers added throughout the day like all those sorts of things and that's i don't know it just made me feel really good because you know i was expecting maybe 200 300 but I worked really hard to grow this account. And so, you know, I'm really happy that all that hard work is paying off and that I am having the impact, which is, you know, ultimately why I got into pageantry is to take my community service
1: to the next level.
0: And I truly feel like I'm doing that.
1: Absolutely. And I'm wondering as someone who creates content online and has an online presence as do I, how do you navigate an online presence when The internet can be a place where bullying happens a lot. What do you think are steps that we can take to create a more kind internet community and a place where bullying isn't as prevalent online as it is today?
0: So in my personal experience, I've been using social media since I was in fourth or fifth grade. So that's been quite a long time. (laughs) And I've never encountered cyberbullying in my entire life on any platform And so that's been something that's been great for me. Honestly, I've only experienced in-person bullying. Um, And, you know, that that might change as, you know, my accounts expand and grow. But I honestly, I think social media platforms that are as big as Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I think they have really great bullying policies that are already on the website. You can filter out like swear words Um, if you like go into your settings and change things I know that Instagram was updated about like five, six months ago, might be a little more. And they made their bullying policy more strict. And you're able to not only block people, but restrict people. And I think that's also really cool because if there's someone at school, you might not want to block them, but you can restrict them. So, (laughs) you know, you guys are still following each other, but they're not able to, you know, be doing those things to you that they might, if you hadn't had blocked them or done anything and so I think there are really great policies that are already on there Um, but if you are still finding that you're experiencing it and blocking people restricting people isn't working for you because I know some bullies are super motivated to make other accounts or you know always find some other way then I would definitely recommend going to someone higher up than you whether that be a parent or principal or even police officer if you have to And, you know, getting that evidence, don't delete things, take screenshots of things, make sure you have that, even if it's negative and you don't want to see it, it's really important to have that proof and, you know, all that to work with when you're resolving those situations.
1: You're absolutely right. I think that it's really great that a lot of these platforms are implementing these anti-bullying rules and having stricter regulations around that. For me, I think, I also have not experienced online bullying. I know a lot of people who have. And and as someone who tries to have an online presence, I definitely always try to lead by example and comment positive things and post things about brave and kindness. And I noticed that you always do the same thing. You're always being very supportive on, on Instagram you, yeah. and on social media. And I think that just leading by example is also a great way that we can help change the culture, especially as... Title holders who have more of a public presence online can definitely help change that uh, just culture that we've created of, of allowing people to say things behind a screen that they would never say in person.
0: I'm so happy you brought that up. And that's really cool because, you know, we're doing this joint episode today. Like, I feel like a lot of girls who are kind of in the same situation as us would be like, oh, they both are competing in a pageant in the same organization. They both made a podcast about, you know, the same topic, meaning like brave. Mm -hmm. And a lot of girls, I feel like, or at least my age from what I've seen from peers would think that as find that as a competition and maybe get jealous of each other, maybe try to sabotage each other just because I've seen similar things like that happen. Mm -hmm. But that's what's really cool about the pageant community is that, you know, we connected. I reached out to you. We instantly clicked in a great way, like really genuine, nice connection. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like we became really quick friends Yeah, and here we are today doing this because ultimately we share the same goal and that's to eliminate bullying and spread positivity. And so coming together is only going to make us stronger. And I think that's something
1: that both of us try really hard to advocate for. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned that because a lot of the time I feel like we can get in our heads and in as society, it's always pinning women against each other. We see that all the time. Like yeah. if girls wear the same dress, I feel like on Instagram oh, yeah. or on or on who wore it better. The magazines. It's exactly it's always who yeah. wore it better. And I love that you brought that up because it's about supporting other women. And I love that we both had podcasts. I mean, I was just talking about how I think the power of podcasts can really make an impact. And so I love that there are two of us that are talking about brand. Yeah. would love it if there were 500 because it's so important. And we it all is. have such different perspectives. Like you said, you haven't experienced online bullying, but you could bring someone on who has, and there are so many different topics that we can talk about. And we come from very, very different backgrounds and so does everyone. So I, I love that there are women that are doing the same thing and supporting each other. It's so, it's so awesome.
0: Absolutely. And you know, like with our podcast, it's not about who's doing it better. It's about coming together so we can Mm -hmm. all do better and experience that personal growth, but also help each other where we may need it. Because I only know maybe one other person who's has a podcast and she's much older than us. And you know, we're able to help each other. Like if I have a question, I know I can go out to you now that we've made this friendship and whatnot. And I hope you feel the same. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just about empowering each other, honestly. And so
1: I love that. Me too. I think the support in the pageant community, I wish is something that was everywhere. I think I always think to myself, and of course, pageants aren't for every girl because they're all different kinds of women. But I always think that just if some people could enter a pageant, if more girls can enter a pageant, I think being a part of that community can really change the world and change the way that people think about competitiveness and, and supporting other women.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so we kind of touched on this earlier, but not really in depth at all. So I want to know what your bullying experience has been
1: like at the collegiate level. Sure. So. I luckily haven't experienced anything targeted towards myself, but being in a really competitive performing arts college, that people can get very negative and can talk badly about other people. And there's a lot of passive bullying that I've noticed that happens. I did a recent podcast episode with Miss um, Arkansas Collegiate, and she used the term passive bullying. And I haven't heard it before, but I think it's really true in the collegiate level where you witness things or you are participating in a conversation and maybe you're not leading it, but you're there. And if you're not actively combating it, you're still a part of it. And that's something that happens a lot in college. It's not as outward as it is when you're younger, but it exists in a quieter way, which can sometimes be worse because you don't have maybe evidence or you don't have concrete things to base your feelings off of if you would if you were bullied in a different way. So I always try to lead by example, especially in an environment that can get like that sometimes. And I'm lucky that I have really incredible friends in college, but I know that bullying can exist everywhere. And, you know, it can even exist within adults as well, older than us and beyond. So that's why I think the brave messages is necessary from kindergarten until, uh, up until the nursing home age really (laughs) Mm -hmm. and something that made me think of so i don't really
0: know any laws or like anything about this but Mm -hmm. i remember a few years back like in my town there was like a physical fight situation at Mm -hmm. a local high school and on tv it was just kind of sharing more about that both of the boys ended up i don't know getting arrested or something because it got really intense And a few of the other kids got in trouble who were taking videos and standing around watching. And I remember asking my mom, like, oh, why did they get in trouble, like, pretty Mm innocently? And it turns out that they were, you know, got in trouble for being bystanders. I'm not sure if they had some sort of fine or what happened to them, but they got in pretty big trouble because they weren't actively going to get like the, an adult, a teacher, a principal, they weren't calling the police. Like nothing was happening. They were just standing in a circle, letting these two boys like basically get really close to significantly hurting each other,
1: Mm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a quote I read one time that said, what hurts the victim the most is not the cruelty of the oppressor, but the silence of the bystander, which I think about all the time, because especially as brave ambassadors, we have a very serious responsibility to always be stepping in in these situations. Sometimes I feel like when I feel like doctors in the sense where if someone gets hurt, you have you want to step in because you're a doctor and you and you are you know about this. And as people who are very educated about bullying and present about it and talk about it. I feel also responsible in, of course, a much smaller way, but in a similar way that I I have a responsibility to step in as a doctor would if someone got hurt.
0: That's really that's a really cool analogy. (laughs) As as an aspiring pediatrician, I really like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah! Oh my god, that's very funny. Yeah, Yeah. I I was thinking, um, you know, as there are multiple audiences that are listening to this podcast, your audience and my audience, what do you think these listeners can do every day to be brave? What are little things that you do or that you would recommend to other people every day that they can do to be consciously kind and actively against bullying? I think
0: spreading positivity is one of the most simplest, best things that we can do for this world. Because, you know, as we navigate our day, I feel like we notice a lot of the negative things, like Mm -hmm. if someone cuts you off while you're driving or if someone doesn't hold the door for you, instead of remembering the times that someone said please or someone, you know, maybe got you an extra napkin or the little things. So I think just changing your mindset and focusing on all the good that the world has to offer is a great place to start and just changing your perspective And, you know, just smiling more. I think that's something that rubs off on other people because kindness is really contagious. It honestly is. I've absolutely noticed it. I smiled at like five people I didn't know today. And, you know, they're kind of like, oh, they're smiling and they get happy. I love that. Yeah. And so I think it just comes down to the simple things. Nothing has to be a big deal. You don't have to go buy someone's gas or dinners or coffee it's absolutely free to be kind. And so just going out of your way to do something nice for others, usually it takes one second, like holding the door or saying a big extra thank you or good morning, just things like that, that, you know, some of us might find as common sense because we've adopted these habits from a young age, but, you know, living out in just everyday life when you go out You noticed that the world has gotten a little bit more negative lately. Mm -hmm. A lot of that might be from the COVID-19 pandemic, but that's no reason that we shouldn't try to change it.
1: Absolutely. I recently picked up a book from the library called Living Life as a Thank You, and it talks about how you can get in the mindset of constantly feeling gratitude and being thankful for everything you have. because. I mean, I can look around the room that I'm sitting in right now and think that it's sunny outside and I'm at a school that I love and I'm able to have a roof over my head and living life as a thank you can help you be a kinder person and be anti-bullying, be an anti-bullying advocate and be more brave. I completely agree. I think staying positive and, and staying gracious and having gratitude.
0: Absolutely. And something that I've been working on this entire year was my mental health. Coming Mm -hmm. out of a pandemic as a high schooler has been really challenging for everyone. You know, I've never had a full year of high school. It's always been a COVID year since I started freshman Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And so everything's just been different. It's been confusing and hard. You know, I just had the SAT like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Things have been crazy. But wow. I've learned from Miss Maine Collegiate America, Tegan Halsey, who's my miss. We hang out and do so much together, and she advocates for mental health. And so she's taught me a lot of great techniques on how to take yeah. care of myself. And I've noticed such an improvement, and that has helped me be more positive and kinder to others because you really have to take care of yourself first before you can, you know, be the best version of yourself, be helpful to others. And I think that was something that. I really had to be honest with and focus on, and I'm so proud of how much progress I've made, you know, from the pandemic to now, and just things have been a lot better.
1: Absolutely, I was just about to say that, that I think mental health and self-care goes really hand in hand with being brave because in order to love other people and be kind to other people, you first have to love and show kindness towards yourself you know, you have to build respect and values for yourself as well as everybody else. Because, you know, my mom would always say that hurt people hurt people. And if you're not feeling like yourself, and if you're going through something and you're experiencing mental health problems, you might not have the strength to be uplifting others. You have to focus on yourself just as much.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. And I'm happy you brought that up.
1: Yeah, mental health matters, especially in college. I mean, I think I've experienced some people around me who have suffered a little bit because it's such a big transition. And, and just at all stages of life, especially during high school with COVID, it's something that's really hard. And I think, like you said, COVID has caused a lot of mental health problems. And I think that that can also lead to people lashing out and people not acting with as much kindness because there's just so much to handle mentally with what's going on in our world
0: absolutely and so just to switch up gears a little bit I was so excited to ask you about this but I heard that you are a published author I am I would love to hear more about that and I think my listeners would as well Sure. So so cool.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I published my children's book entitled embrace all differences just about a year ago or a little over a year ago now. And my grandmother illustrated it. But the main point of the story of the book is to embrace everyone, no matter who you are, no matter where you come from, we can all show love to each other. One of my favorite lines in the book is no matter the person or where they come from, we can all come together by just sewing by Just Showing Love. Um, It rhymes. So it's a children's book. And I have been able to travel to libraries and read it to children and talk about the power of anti-bullying. I recently, just about a month ago, published the coloring book version because I think An interactive version of this could be really cool when you're coloring different people and coloring the sky, whatever you want, and you're able to embrace the different colors of the world as well and interact within that way. I chose to publish a children's book because instilling these messages into young minds, I think, can help create the next generation of students who are being brave and embracing everyone no matter what. And 100% of the proceeds from the children's book and the coloring book go directly to the National Bullying Prevention Center. And I've been able to fundraise for them over the last couple of months with this title.
0: Well, that is amazing. I love how you're going to the next generation and really focusing on the kids and making sure that they have the resources they need to combat bullying when they encounter. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so important. And so I love that you're doing that, especially through, you know, publishing your own book as a 19-year-old. Or did you publish it this year?
1: I published it when I was 18, <laughs> you're
0: 18. Oh my gosh. Even cooler. <laughs> but either way, that is so incredible. Thank and you. I just love all of the work that you're doing. I love following your journey and we'll absolutely continue to follow it, you know, through Thank all the so coming much. years. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. I, if anybody is listening, you can pu- you can buy Embrace All Differences on embracealldifferences.com. I also have a merch store just to plug it. All of the yeah. proceeds go to uh, all of the proceeds go to anti-bullying organizations and I really appreciate you having me on here Michaela. This has been so fun getting to know you and getting to talk to you about brave and of course things we're both so passionate about.
0: This was absolutely so fun. Would you like to plug your social media so my listeners can follow you?
1: Sure. Oh my gosh, I feel so silly because I already was plugging <laughs> my stuff. Um, you can find me at Bridget A. Burns on Instagram or Miss MA Collegiate America or at Embrace All Differences on Instagram or embracealldifferences.com.
0: Perfect. And if your listeners want to follow me, you can find my pageant account. It's Miss Maine HS America on Instagram. I also have Facebook and TikTok. And you can follow my podcast Brave X and Power on at Brave X and Power on just Instagram if you would like. My personal account on Instagram is Matayla.Pellerin. That's M-I-K-A-E-L-A dot P-E-L-L-E-R-I-N. I I have lots of cool modeling stuff going up on there um, if anyone is interested in checking that out. But we really appreciate all of your support. It's been so amazing having both of our podcasts take off and have such a positive impact. And so I just wanted to take a second to thank everyone for all of your supports and kind words.
1: Absolutely. Thank you everyone so much for listening and hearing these really necessary and important conversations about topics that really, really matter. Absolutely.
0: Bye everyone.